Christmas Eve to be together, to feel the warmth of human connection, a reassurance against the cold of this winter night. We come to fill our eyes with the light of candles, to fill our ears with the sound of music, to fill our hearts with the wonder of new hope, hope for the love of one another, hope for peace on earth and goodwill to all. Give us this night that inner peace, which comes from the knowledge that we are not alone. We are here together, sharing common hopes, common dreams, common resolves. Give us this night the joy and wonder which fill our souls with the knowledge that we are part of the interweaving patterns of the human and divine. Each of us, a spark of light in the universe. Together, a brilliance which calls forth the promise of Bethlehem. Together, may we find the courage to realise that promise. Are these words by Sidney Wilde Nugent, 
welcome all those who've gathered here on Zoom this evening for our special candlelit Christmas Eve service. Welcome to regular members of the congregation, to friends old and new, and maybe visitors who are here for the first time. Also those who might be listening in via the podcasts or watching on YouTube later in the festive season. For anyone who doesn't know me, my name's Jane Blackhall and I'm Ministry Coordinator with Kensington Unitarians. So this evening's service is our special candlelit Christmas Eve, a contemplative service lasting a bit less than an hour, I think. There'll be readings from Unitarian sources reflecting on the Christmas story and the imagery of the light of the world and a few familiar carols for you to sing along with at home, some of which are taken from our Christmas Eve services in years gone by at the church, some of which are brand new recordings of a virtual choir assembled over recent weeks. And right at the heart of tonight's service is a time of silent meditation by candlelight. So if you can, please do find a candle and something to light it with and have it on hand, ready for later on in the service. But before we go any further, I'm going to light our chalice, as we always do whenever we gather. It's a simple ritual that connects us with Unitarians and Unitarian Universalists the world over. And it reminds us of the proudly progressive religious tradition of which this gathering is part. I like this chalice, symbol of our worldwide and historic Unitarian faith, in celebration of the divine light waiting to be reborn in every atom of our bodies, every thought in our minds, in the very essence of every soul. The light of God waiting for humanity to reach out to it, so that peace and joy and love may reign. Once in royal David's city stood a lowly cattle shed, where a mother laid her baby in a manger for his bed. Mary was that mother mild, Jesus Christ, a little child. Thank you. 
patrons, salutations, joys a gift you cannot buy. So may we, with heart that sings, share the truth this season brings. Christmas is subversive by Kendall R. Gibbons. One of the great things about Christmas is that it is a sturdy holiday. Christmas doesn't wimp out when times are hard. It comes anyway, even if there are hardly any presents, even when there isn't much food to make a feast with, even if you're sad, even if the world around you is at war even if you are living in fear and danger and oppression, Christmas still comes. And when it comes, Christmas is subversive. Christmas, with its story of an unwed mother and a doubtful father, with its legend of a helpless baby born in a stable, who was worshipped by some of the wisest, richest men in the world. With its tale of the child pursued, by deadly wrath of kings, who escaped as a refugee to a foreign land far from home. Christmas, with its ancient enduring summons of peace on earth, goodwill to all people everywhere. You can't stop a day like that with a little hardship or greed or injustice. It will show up anyway shining the light of a midnight star into the darkest places of our collective lives. Do not underestimate the power of the manger and the hope it holds. The Christmas song of the angels is not as innocent as it sounds. It has turned the world upside down before now. It still can. Christmas Eve by Kathleen McTeague. All these centuries after the story of the star, the wise men, the babe born in the stable, and the angels singing him in with their mysterious alleluias, we are lost and wandering still. We stumble at every step over our own greed or need, our ignorance or fear. Bethlehem is not a gentle city tonight. Its people are wise in the ways of the clenched fist, the broken truths. Marked like them with the scars of ignorance and sorrow, we come to Christmas baffled as any shepherd by the music that sounds so high above us, the tin syntax foreign to our sceptical hearts. Yet we try to speak the language of hope, lifting ourselves toward the future with a dream of what yet might be. We remember that the heart of Christmas is hope, hope that a child born homeless and in danger may grow to be wise and kind, that the stars serene in their darkness have something to teach, that there are mysteries among us, 
singing ethereal harmonies. New hope in ourselves rises then too, that we will learn one day and in the nick of time how to walk our paths with truths, truth and justice. How to bring peace to life on this earth. How to sing for ourselves the angels' songs of praise, wonder and joy.
So we're moving now into a meditative time of the service. Let's each do what we need to do to get into the right state of body and mind to pray together for a while. And let us open our hearts to prayer. Spirit of life, God of all love, source of our very being. In this time of darkness, we remember those who are most burdened. Those whose thoughts and feelings weigh heavily. And those among our own friends and family who we know will have a tough time this season. Let there be light in the darkness. We remember those who feel alone while all around them have company. We also think of those who find it hard to be surrounded by the noise and commotion of Christmas time. Let there be light in the darkness. We think of those who do not have a warm place to spend the cold days. Those who roam the city looking not for Christmas presents, but for somewhere to sleep. Let there be light in the darkness. We remember those who are no longer with us. The people we'll miss at the most unexpected moments. The friends who we wish could still be here. Let us smile as we remember them. Let there be light in the darkness. There are those of us who do not celebrate the birth of the Christian King. We may have other faiths or no faith. We may have strong beliefs of our own, but find ourselves wondering what all this fuss has got to do with the idea of God. Yet for all of us, whatever our beliefs might be, let there be light in the darkness. I invite you to join, if you wish, in a prayerful spirit with some responsive words I'm going to put on screen. We are the light of the world. Some say that Jesus is the light of the world. We all can be the light of the world if we seek to act in ways that enlarge the realms of love and justice. When we share another's pain or offer a comforting ear to a friend in need, we are the light of the world. When we give bread to the hungry or support ways to house the homeless, when we fight temptations to wrongdoing within ourselves and treat our neighbours with respect, we are the light of the world. When we try to overcome differences with understanding and solve conflict with peaceful means, we are the light of the world. When we look for the good in other people and in ourselves, we are the light of the world. 
and we do not stay quiet in the face of prejudice, but speak our minds firmly and gently. We are the light of the world. When we fight despair within ourselves and side with hope, we are the light of the world. When we use our powers justly and in the service of love for humanity, we are the light of the world. We are the light of the world. Amen. Oh, little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by. Yet in the dark street shineth the and take some time for candlelit stillness and silence. At this point, I invite you to switch to gallery view if you can, so that we can all see each other's faces and see the screen fill with the light that each one of us brings to this gathered community. I'm gonna offer just a few words as you light your candles and then we'll hold three minutes of shared silence and stillness. So let us be still in the silence and the darkness of this sacred space. Let us listen to the quietness around us and within us. For even in the silence, there is the gentle being with others. Let's feel the warmth of our community this night, knowing that even as we are apart, we're not alone. In the quiet shadow is the glow of life within all. 
Let us know in the darkness the gift each candle bears. A small flame, perhaps, yet each holds the wondrous gift to kindle another's glow, to bear the light onward. So let us be in awe at this moment as we each lift up the flame and the light envelops this gathering we've co-created as hope for peace and goodwill shines all around.
Blessed and holy night, silent night, full of truths too awesome to bend into words, we sit in the glow of ages, wound round stories that teach us some of what it means to be human and some of what it means to see God. The meditations of our hearts and prayers of our souls speak our independent needs, loves and yearnings. May they collect for a moment in this our common experience as we direct them together in a spirit of petition. We seek the patience to peer long enough in the eyes of our brothers and sisters, our cousins and nibblings, all our relations, that we too may see them as children of loving mothers and fathers, children of divinity itself. We seek the wisdom to pause long enough before making hasty judgments that separate us from one another, that separate us from our very souls. We seek the strength to hold the lives that are placed in our own tender care, not to protect them from every trial. No arms are that strong but to hold them in the light as long as the light is available. We seek the still small call to compassion that cannot be silenced by greed, fear or anger. The call that roots so deeply in our humanity that it will out should we pause long enough to listen. For all of these we give of ourselves in prayer or meditation, not to end with an amen, but so we might find the means to make our yearnings manifest in our world by the work of our hands and the proclamation of our hearts. May it be so. Amen.
the name of this poem by Rebecca Parker is You Have to Know Your Body as the Home of God. You have to know your body as the home of God. And this is the purpose of Christmas. The rose blossoming in the wilderness is the unfolding of your pleasure as your fingers peel an orange and sweetness buds in your mouth. The bright star in the night sky is the sudden clarity of your instinct for joy. The birth cry in the night is your child falling into the dark and your arms holding her. The terror of Herod's murderous intent is your rage that would prefer death to change. The singing angel is your voice at church, not sure of the tune, but certain for a moment that there is glory. The animals breathing their warm breath in the fragile stable are your emotions kneeling into the body of earth at ease in the presence of God. Mary is you, God in your body. Joseph is you, sheltering God in the world. This is the key to the mystery. The word became flesh. We are the dwelling place. Meeting the Messiah by Jeffrey Siminkovich. When we scale at last the walls which our hardened hearts have built, then we come face to face, finally, with the blessedness of one another. Then we see that these struggling fellow pilgrims with whom we share this space are no longer robbers, pirates and thieves, but deepest friends, most intimate souls. To see this creation with the eyes of God means seeing with the eyes of peace. It means finding ways to bind up the broken, even when the world says it can't be done. To scale these walls of alienation and despair means living our lives in truth, with justice, neither denying the holy gifts of our hearts and souls, nor hoarding them like miser's gold. It is the simplest call of all, in essence, to open ourselves to God. We first open ourselves to one another. <laughs> 
Each day we live in hope. The deepest possibilities of our dreams and of our visions in this life, we dwell as well in heaven. Then it is that we will turn and greet one another, knowing at long last the simple blessing of standing fully in the presence of another true Messiah, face to face with one like us, a beaming, holy child of God. We wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings we bring to you and your kin. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Now bring us a piggy pudding, now bring us a piggy pudding, now bring us a piggy pudding and bring some bright beer. Just a few abbreviated announcements before we bring proceedings to a close tonight. Thanks to Trevor and Peter for our opening and closing music. Thanks to all the singers who gamely volunteered for our virtual choir. Uh, Maria, Fred, Gaynor, Tati, Sherry, Hannah, John, Sonia, Ned, Sarah, Tori and Veronica. Not forgetting Marilisa who mixed all these lovely voices together so skillfully. Thanks also to our readers, Patricia, Brian, Janine, Jeff and Chloe. We'll keep the Zoom room open for a little bit after the service, as usual, if you'd like to stay and chat. If that's not your thing, feel free to get in touch via email um, if you'd like to introduce yourself. We'll be back on Zoom at 10.30 on Sunday, Boxing Day, for a midwinter service. Tonight's been all about the light. Sunday we'll be snuggling down into the dark of winter. Uh, I might still need one or two readers for Boxing Day, so if you're expecting to be here and you might like to do a reading, do get in touch, though you'll probably get the reading at the last minute. I think I'll leave it there for announcements tonight. All the other information about forthcoming events is in the weekly email. I will do more fulsome reminders on Sunday. But let's sing together one more time before we close. This one's become a Christmas Eve tradition for our congregation. And it's a way to bless each other for the days to come. It's the good night hymn.
closing prayer by way of benediction. Spirit of life and love in whom we are one. God who is present in every birth. Into our hearts this season, we ask for an opening. A door through which your grace may pass and offer each of us a path, a new path to life. Help us to see in each and every stranger the presence of eternal love. Help us to find within our own hearts the presence of abiding peace. Help us to find another when we are hurting and to weave together a strengthened faith. Let us know you in the watchful shepherds who behold the star of hope in a dark sky. Let us know you in innkeepers, in anyone who will make space for the stranger to enter their world. Let us know you in each and every being in the manger, all creatures of a sacred spirit who know the holiness of each and every birth. Let us know you in struggling parents who want the best for their children in a dangerous world and in wise people who go out of their way to witness the wonder of the holy presence here on earth. Most of all, let us see the joy that is born in our hearts each time we see and greet you, eternal love, alive in the world, in the presence of each other. May that be so for the greater good of all. Amen. Till then we